0: You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent, episode number 94.
1: Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now,
0: your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If you are checking out the show for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here joining in with our other 12 listeners. Super excited to have you. And if you are a returning listener, thanks for coming on back, putting up with Chris again. And uh, maybe you're even a member of the Super Secret Podcast Group, and we're super glad you are here as well, fun interview and topic today. I'm
1: excited about this, so um, this will be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. So, hey, that's uh, that's Jody Livingston. He lives in California. Uh, I'm Chris Trent. I live in Georgia, and we're a couple of youth pastors that love youth ministry. Most importantly, we love teenagers. Love working with teenagers in youth ministry, and so. That's what we do. And we love investing in youth pastors to help them make, help make them better at what they do. So that's what this is all about. Jody, you good, man, how to ask how your summer go is going, but truthfully, we're batch recording this before summer. And, um, <laughs> we, Just we wouldn't know. be able to answer that question. Right No, It doesn't even feel like summer in Southern California right now.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's hot where you are and not where I am. Dude, it's crazy
1: hot in Georgia already <laughs> this summer nuts so yeah that's going to change here real abruptly but right now i'm enjoying it well hey if you're listening thanks for listening i know if this is because this is going to come out in the middle of summer and if your summers are like ours man you're busy and so hopefully we can be a little bit of an encouragement to you today i am excited about uh today and uh before we get to our guests though we need to mention our uh sponsors we have some amazing sponsors ym360 love 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 they're in the middle of summer just killing it i'm sure i'm by the way jody i'm trying to sneak up uh to camp um and visit for just like a special extended day this year i'm going to go to covenant and uh oh i love covenant so so good so anyway um but anyway they're in the middle of camp but they do so much more than camp they do curriculum they do books they do uh mission trip resources all kinds of things. And maybe you're in the middle of getting ready for the fall and thinking about what you're going to do next as far as um, using what kind of curriculum, you know, for the for the fall. Well, they can help you out with that. Lots of great folks there. And they're also doing some uh, some online podcasting type things as well now. And I love what they have to say. So maybe there's some things that we, I mean, we want you to listen to us first, right? You know, yeah, but, of course. <laughs> but no, they, they're talking about some things we're not talking about. So be sure to uh, check that, check out their resources there. Cause they're just giving that stuff away, which is awesome. So good times. Be- because they're
0: awesome. Yeah. So, uh, ym 360.com promo code longer hall, save you 20% on those things. Yeah. And then of course
1: student ministry network, man, these guys are amazing. They love, uh, they're based out of Georgia, but, they also support what we do and lots of great resources there. You could check out student ministry, student ministry and find out information about what they do as well. So good times.
0: Indeed. And then of course, if you like us, you know, you could subscribe to the show wherever you listen, Spotify or iTunes or podcast player. Or,
1: you know, yeah. And we're all the, we're all too. the old social media as well. You know, Instagram,
0: yeah, but I don't. We don't really post about youth ministry stuff. We should, but we don't.
1: Nah, sometimes, I don't really. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes.
0: Yeah, you post about Disney, and I post about Volkswagens. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty much some, it's the sum of our life. So, well, hey, uh, how,
1: how about yeah, our guest today?
0: Yeah, you want to? You want to? How about you set up the intro here?
1: Yeah, he's probably nervous right now as I set this up. But so we have a special. We want. I, I pitched this idea to Jody, my son. Dylan Trent just graduated from high school. What? what? So I said, hey, what would it look like? Because we've been, I mean, since he was born, I mean, he's been involved in youth ministry in some capacity as well. He grew up a youth pastor's kid. So, at risk of how uh, crazy or embarrassing this might end up being for me, I thought, "Hey, what would it look like for him to come on, allow Jody to you know ask more of the questions?" I asked him to kind of prepare by saying, "Hey, just come up with some pros and cons of being a youth pastor's kid," but with the hopes of maybe saying to some of the folks out there that uh, are you know in the process of raising kids, and maybe you're thinking, "Man, my kid's going to be in my youth ministry soon." Um, Maybe this will be a Maybe this will be an encouragement to you. So Dylan, what's up, man? You on there? You you, you live now? I am.
2: Beautiful. I am. What's, what's up? up,
1: people? Hey. Uh, so uh, you could tell everybody about yourself, though. Like, tell everybody kind of, you know, what, what your kind of current plans are, where you're working, what you're thinking about doing and all that.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, so like my dad said, I uh, graduated last week, um, and I will be uh, going to KSU in the fall, Kennesaw State University. Um, Hootie who? Yeah. Yeah. Hootie who? Um, but, uh, I actually don't like that catchphrase that much. I think it's, a little goofy, <laughs> but, but that's okay. Um, I, uh, I'm currently working at Chick-fil-A. Um, one of the best chicken franchises in the world and, um, looking to get promoted, uh, near the end of the summer. Uh, I'm going to be working there throughout college. Um, I'm going to be majoring in business management. Um, leadership type stuff in the business field um so yeah that's just some of the things going on about to you know gonna yeah. be in middle summer when this comes out so i'll probably be having a blast doing some stuff
1: So yeah we have a fun summer plan a lot of good stuff so yeah more Trent family fun
2: that's oh it. yeah Trent family fun we'll cool back. man well i uh i'm a,
0: i'm I'm pumped you're here. We're gonna embarrass your dad a little, I'm sure, which is always a plus. Oh yeah, and, uh, of course. So uh, here, I have a few questions. I know you have kind of a, a few things that you've thought through ahead of time, and
2: yeah, I got some pros and cons.
0: I'm sure we'll we'll <laughs> tackle through them. And then Chris, if it's okay, I even have some questions for you. Um, yeah, of course. In, in in terms of that, so um, you want to you want to start? Let's start with your pros list, Okay. and then that way I don't I don't ask questions that. You already have um, listed, okay. I don't want to steal your thunder early. Sounds and good. Then, uh, and then I've got some probably more specific questions that I'll ask you as you go. So
1: pros for having And I've not heard, just, just to go on record, I've not heard any of these. Like he started to tell me a minute ago, or a little bit ago, and I was like, no, 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 podcast no, 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 yeah. fodder. You can't podcast tell me.
2: Fodder. Podcast fodder. Podcast yeah. fodder. Yeah. I wouldn't let him podcast. tell me. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have four pro. I have four pros that I came up with that I think are probably the best um, positive aspects of being a PK um, for like you,
1: That's a YPK. Let's just get that. Straight. yeah y- Y-P-K. YPK. That sounds um, like
0: uh, yeah, like the world's gonna end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the first one that I came up with was like I wrote down all the juicy secrets. I think oh that's gosh. A, a, it's a little. That's a little <laughs> intense. But um, you got to think in context here. So, like,
1: please make please make number one. I have the best dad ever. Just, just ah, that no. To me that's
2: just not happening. Okay, um, all right, great. <laughs> so, I think that it's it's always been a favorite thing of mine when um, a trip's coming up or something like D now is coming up, and uh, my dad just lets me know like a little something that nobody else does know. Um, yeah, like a secret or something. Um, it's just always been a fun thing, um, to get to kind of see the behind the scenes, uh, aspects. I've been on some of the, uh, sets for when they shoot videos like promotional videos and, um, been able to do some of that stuff. So that's always been kind of fun. Um, that's kind of one, one of my first pros because I've always enjoyed that. Um, there is a degree of trust that you have to have with that pro. Um, obviously if you told your kid, a secret and he immediately went and told all his buddies, then, um, you wouldn't be telling him much more secrets. So I've had to kind of control my, uh, how much I tell my friends in order to keep this pro, but it's, it's definitely worth it.
0: Um, yeah, do you have yeah. friends like, Hey, tell me what's going on.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause like, so our, the way our choir, um, missions works is they don't announce where we're going until like three months out. It's kind of like a surprise thing and it's like a huge deal. And yeah. there have been several times where I have known and my friends are like, you know, don't you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then they're like, where are we going? And I'm like, oh, I'm not telling you.
1: <laughs> like, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Sarah Cottingham is hearing right now that I always tell you all the secret and I'm never going to hear it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, so that's always been fun. That's um, a good pro. That's a good okay. pro. Yep. So my second one that I got is, um, that a lot of people think pretty highly of my parents. Um, Hmm. I don't really run into a lot of people, um, that don't know my parents in some capacity and, and because, um, they're such good people, (laughs) which sounds kind of cheesy, but because they are such a good role model, um, a lot of people have respect for them. And so that almost carries over um, it helps with first impressions for me. I don't really have to work that very hard to get a good first impression. Yeah. Um, just because every time I meet somebody, it's like, oh, you're a Chris Trent's kid. Or so you're, oh, you're, saying, you're,
1: you're saying that you're, you're mooching off on my rep. That's what you're saying.
2: Basically, basically Coat-tell. I'm
1: mooching Sounds off. Like of rep. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like coattails. Sounds like coattails. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now that's interesting yeah. that you list that as a pro. Cause I would think that would also maybe be a con.
2: Oh, it's you'll, you'll see.
0: Okay, we'll get to that. Oh, All right. no. See, look, it's like he's done this before. Who's who's running this show, Chris? Come on, now. no, but I think that's good, and so I think I think that's super encouraging because I know when you know, and Chris, we've talked about this before. When we talk to youth pastors, some some are really nervous about that specifically that aspect of having kids and being in ministry, um, and so the fact that that comes out as a pro should be really encouraging to you if you're listening and worried about that
2: yeah i think it's yeah definitely i agree with that cool um so my third pro um was uh all about mission trips so i have um ever since i was um gosh probably five or six i've kind of tagged along on mission trips with my mom because my mom goes and kind of just does her floating kind of thing yeah um and kind of supports where she needs the support um but ever since i was really young i mean i've gone on so many mission trips um more than the usual person might would be have the opportunity to um so it's helped me just to kind of know how mission trips at jfbc play out um and has definitely like when i got into high school and i was not with them anymore like with my parents um, on like my dad's trips and I was on like Bobby Gatlin's trips. Um, I could kind of see where the leadership was coming from. And I could also like be a really strong leader in whatever group I was placed in just because yeah. I had that experience. I had that. I mean, I've been through evangelism training um, plenty of times. Sure. Um, so it's, it's good knowledge to really know how to spread the love of God. Cause I mean, that's what we're called to do. So right. that has always been kind of a pro for me is how much experience I've gotten at such a young age that kind of just, it was a really foundational part of my um, character. Was so there
0: think, uh, was there a moment where you were like, man, I've been on so many trips. I just don't want to go on these anymore.
2: Um, I don't think there's ever really been a point where I have just said, no, I don't want to go on a mission trip. Um, there have, so I did choose to be a leader on this Dallas middle school mission trip for my dad instead of going to New York because I had already been to New York, but that's not really, even still, that's not really choosing.
0: Yeah. To um, not do
2: it. Yeah. That's not choosing to not do New York. I mean, if New York was on a different week, I still would have gone. It was just, I wanted to have that leadership opportunity, especially going back to my hometown. Um, where I was born. So it's just like, there's not really ever been a time where I've just been like, yeah, I don't really feel like going on a mission trip. It's just, it's a classic thing. All right. That's a good list. I got one more. All right. And that is, it's a short one. It's just access to a lot of, uh, like wise adults and mentors. Mm. Um, my dad has a stocked team of small group leaders and, um, he knows a lot of great people. And so just them knowing him and them kind of hearing stories about me, they kind of know me a little bit. And that makes it to where like when I'm in the halls on Sundays, I get to talk to these people and have good conversation with them. And they're all, they're always so wise and they know, you know, they're, they're mature. Um, Yeah, sure. So it's good to have that kind of, uh, all those adults that really love you. Um, and I've seen you grow up in the church, uh, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um,
0: Chris, how many of those things, as you're hearing Dylan kind of share those things, how many of those are things that you intentionally tried to instill?
1: Uh Wow, that's a good question. Um I think most of well, them. Well, that's why I have a show. Yeah. That's right. What that's what why we do this, because we ask good questions. Um, I think most of them. I mean it's uh, you know, I, I had some I was blessed with I've, I've been blessed with some good moments that uh, ha, have been, ha, has encouraged me. Well, you know, when he talked about being able to hear about things before anybody else, you know, I, I take that back to a Doug Fields moment where I heard him speaking at simply or one of the conferences um, where he talks specifically about the importance of may helping your kid to love the church and feel like, you know, they're, they're benefiting from you being in youth ministry instead of it hurting. And, as a result of that, that kind of impacted the way we did things. And I wanted Dylan and Abby uh, both to feel like, hey, there's a major perk for my dad doing this. Yeah, sometimes it takes, yeah. you know, sometimes it's a little embarrassing. Sometimes it's, you know, takes them away from us or whatever. But at the end of the day, I get to see the t-shirt design before anybody else or I get to find out a secret about the trip before anybody else.
2: Now, Yeah, that's true. The t-shirt design is a big yeah yeah, you love it
1: (laughs) but but i don't but i don't always there are moments where i've said to you dylan that i'm not going to tell you this one because i don't want to rob the experience of you finding out with everybody else
2: oh yeah that's definitely true um and i got to the age at one point where i would just tell you to not tell me anything about the d now opening moments because yeah well
1: and i've even asked you before like i've actually like yeah we've literally said like I mean, I'll tell you if you want me to tell you, but it's gonna be awesome. You sure you don't want to be surprised, then y'all have gone. Okay, don't tell me. Yep. Wait, tell me. No, don't surprised. tell me. Wait, tell me. Yeah. No, don't tell me. You know, like we've had <laughs> that's been a conversation in our house before, you know. So yeah. Um, so that part's huge. And 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 I think the other intentionality there is we've intentionally, uh Wendy specifically has intentionally done the extra work to bring our kids along on trips. Oh gosh, yeah, um, you know, and she so. was mom for that one. So it's um, yeah, yo, your mom, big time, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, she would, she
2: would work really hard to get us to those trips, and that was always a great thing.
1: Yeah, but so that, but that's there's some intention. I can't remember what the other things you said. Like, uh, no, that was it. Just yeah, yeah so yeah.
0: Uh, and obviously, like being surrounded with small group leaders, and I mean that kind of stuff. That we we want to surround all of our students with great leaders and yeah, but cool. Um, what about Chris? What about you on the other side of that perks pluses for having your kids in student ministry?
1: Yeah. You know, it, what's been interesting like is,
0: watching him come through now, right? Like in the moment talking about that, but now having kind of survived it.
1: Yeah. Officially. Yeah. It, it has been, you know, one of the greatest blessings and, and I'm not trying to over spiritualize this thing or over emotionalize it, but it's been one of the greatest blessings in youth ministry to get to have my kids come through and get to see them experience all of the things I'm working so hard to do, you know? Yeah. Um, So that part has been huge. And the moments we steal together where we talk about things and celebrate things together. As we've gotten older, we go separate on separate trips and do separate things. And, you know, we come back together and we all show each other our pictures. You know, we, throw them up on the Apple TV and watch them together. And I mean, those are some of my favorite memories. Uh, You know, um, part of what's been a real challenge for me also because I've, you know, doing the middle school ministry, I I, I can't, you'd have to do the math Dylan. Um, But for six years, I guess it was, I had a kid in the room uh, where I had, one of my two kids in middle school ministry in the room, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It would be six years. This year is the first year I've not, and I've missed mm. it because uh, I've always had a great resource—a teenager that I could go, "Hey, how did that illustration go today? Or how would that lesson go? Or hey, did that game we did was that fun or was that dumb? You know." And not having that in the room, I can ask other kids, but not having that kid in my house uh, has been a real. has mm. been a real challenge. Um, and I missed that part for sure, but no, it's been, it's, I've loved how, matter of fact, I, I, I would say it like this, I, for, for folks listening, especially if you're kind of getting close to that and maybe the difficulties of having your children in youth ministry, you know, are wearing you out to the point where you're like, it's time for us to move on. We can't keep doing this. If you can hold on a little longer, it's so rewarding uh, to have your kids come through your youth ministry. It's just huge, and yeah. it also helps with parents too because once you've raised teenagers, parents respond to me completely different now because they know my kid and they know I've raised them. So, that's yeah. good. Well, and because
0: you know you you somewhat successfully raised kids, that helps too. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if soul, Dylan was soul crack, if Dylan was what? like a crackhead, then we'd be <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: So. I was like the opposite of the preachers kid stereotype or whatever, like the, yeah. the bad preachers kid stereotype. Yeah.
0: All those trips to Disney.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, what about
0: Dylan? What about the other side of that? Negatives, cons, challenges.
2: Um. Yeah. So I've got two that like aren't like seriously big time cons, and then I've got one that like could actually be a pretty big con for. People, I've, I think I've handled most of the cons all right. I mean, I haven't been affected by being a preacher's kid at all. Um, but I think that there are some, um, let me just, I'm just going to go for it.
0: Yeah. Um, good-
2: so one of the cons, I think uh, for some people, this would be a pretty big one is uh, getting called out on stage um Uh it doesn't necessarily bother me um and a lot of times my dad will actually come up like if it's a serious if he's actually using me as an example um like for because nowadays i'm in high school i'm like out of the program and he can say my son who is now in high school this is an example and i can take that maturely um but he'll still ask me um if he um can use me as an example for something i don't really
1: ask anymore but yeah go ahead keep going
2: not okay, <laughs> not all the time. He just you doesn't have tell you well.
1: <laughs> when you were in the
2: room, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there, like when I was in middle school, there was always little quips from stage, and for a lot of people, I think that that would be pretty embarrassing. Um, I don't think I, I was never really super embarrassed by it. Um, I think if you were more of an introvert uh, preacher's kid, that would kind of bother you, but I mean, it's not. That's not a huge con. I think that's. it's just kind of funny.
1: It can yeah. It can be a con. It can be. It can be.
2: Yeah. It can't because all of a sudden if my, if you were to touch on a subject that I was uncomfortable with or my friends didn't know about, then that really would bother me. Yeah. Um, sure. Because then it would be embarrassing. Or if you were to say something that was embarrassing or share like a baby picture or something stupid like that. But that didn't really happen that much.
1: I um, <laughs> like he said that much. <laughs> that
2: much. It did happen. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Well, and just to clarify,
1: happened. too, when you say get called out on stage, you, you're not talking about getting called out by get, meaning getting in trouble. Like I didn't, oh, I yeah, never called no. you out on stage, like because you're your mouth mean, in the room or something like that. But you mean yeah, getting acknowledged no. from the stage is what you mean.
2: Yes. Yeah. Just getting a shout out or like a, like you would roast me every once in a while. Not like roast me, but like, um, just make mess with me every once in a while from stage. So just things like that.
1: Yeah. The key there is to know um, you're kid though. And yeah, sure. Dylan, yeah. Dylan, like, I mean, most, oh, of the it doesn't like bother
2: it. me at all. Yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Um, so another one was, okay. So this one, it just kind of has to do with like my dad being such like a, like a lot of people know him is like, when I run into people and I, or even my friends, like my friends do this all the time and there are these like phrases, right? It's like, you look like your dad or that's something your dad would say, or, oh my gosh, you sound just like Chris. Hashtag list.
1: That's what that is. Hashtag list.
2: No, like those, (laughs) those get on my nerve. Cause like I'll be talking and I'll say something um, that my dad will say and somebody will be like, Ah, that's what your dad would say. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: it's
2: just yeah. like, or especially the look, looking like your dad. Like when I run into an adult that I don't know that well. Um, Like I was actually, I was at, um, I was playing pickleball the other day at the church with um a bunch of adults. It's like an adult league. And I ran into this guy I'd never met before. Um, and he was like, what's your last name? And I was like, Trent. And he goes, "Yeah, you you got some Chris in you." And I was like, "Oh gosh, <laughs> so, yeah, buddy." <laughs> so that's that's just like it it it's not like a terrible thing, but it does get on your nerves after a while. What's it like oh, being yeah, at Chick
1: Fil A? Like, does that play out in Chick Fil A also for you? Like, I mean, a lot of people know who you are, but you don't necessarily. Uh, know who sometimes, because you, you work like, the drive through a lot.
2: Yes, I work the drive through a lot, and there will be people who will come through, and they'll be like, "Oh, Dylan." And I'll be like, "Oh, hi! Oh, hey, stranger!" <laughs> and and I'll be like, "Can I get your name? Because I ha- we have to get the name for the order." And so it's there's like, in fact, there's a lot of times I've gotten in trouble for not putting names because a person will come through that I should know their name. Oh my god! That I've forgotten it. <laughs> and so like they will come through and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, Dylan, how's this going?" And it's like this personal thing that they know about me, and I just like don't know them that well at all. And I should know their name, but I don't. And I'm just like, yeah. Me hey there. Uh, Buckaroo. Buckaroo. <laughs> exactly. Buckaroo. Buckle partner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, when that happens, I just kind of don't put a name on the order and then I get in trouble. But um, that's always, I mean, it's not a terrible thing. It just happens. Yeah, that's
0: fair. I could see that. It happens on the other side too, just so you know, Dylan. Like, yeah. For a long time, you know, there's a certain moment where you become your your kid's parent. So, like, I'm sure your dad would attest that, that there's a certain context now where, where things flipped and he became Dylan's dad. You weren't just, you weren't yeah. necessarily Chris's son, but now he was Dylan's dad.
2: I think that's definitely possible. I also, I don't think it happens very much with, with I mean... <laughs> I don't know, dad, does that happen that much? Yeah, it happens.
1: Um, especially a okay. lot of like some of your more recent, you know, being in, uh, okay. Play yeah. and some of the things like that, that you've done the musical that you did. And, uh, um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you're, you're finding your own, your own path. <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: Okay. So this is the biggest con I have. Um, and that's the, uh, the whole phrase preacher's kid and the stereotype that comes along with that. Hmm. um, this one is probably the one that has affected me the most, um, just because I highly my personality and the way I am. I just I highly value being my own person, and um, I don't like it when people make assumptions about me um, and my character. So, um, growing up um, in the in the middle school ministry, uh, you know, you've got like kids around that age, like you start to like talk about, like it just, it's hard for It's a weird thing to talk about. Like, so basically like, okay, so my friends are starting to make dirty jokes, right? Something like that. And even though in eighth grade, I probably shouldn't be making dirty jokes at the same time. Yeah, you should wait. It's like, at least like ninth grade, ninth grade. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> but like, They'll be like there there was there was always times where they would stop talking about certain things whenever I showed up, or um my friends would uh not tell me a joke or would whisper something and ever like there were times in like class or in church or something where they would all whisper to each other a joke and be cracking up and just wouldn't whisper it to me and I mean, this continued until I was like sophomore junior year. Um, where it's just like, I was almost that goody two shoes to people, um, people that didn't really know me that well. And even like my best friends would mess with me about it. Um, and I think that's difficult. Um, I think it's difficult for a personality like me who wants to be seen as, you know, like, it's not that I want to be popular, but I also want to be known by people just because I have that, I have that mentality of kind of having being a leader and having an influence on people. And it's hard to do that when people make assumptions about you. Sure. Um. Like, and oh oh my gosh. Like, so the other night we were, uh, a lot of the seniors were at QT and I mean, we're all about to go off to college. We're not going to see each other much anymore. Um, and someone started, we started doing first impressions, which I have always hated first impressions. And it's because of this this very reason, because um, I mean, it got to like three like three out of the five people who did them like all said that they thought of me as the preacher's kid, first impression. Yeah, Um, and that's happened every single time I've ever played first impressions. It's like eighty percent of the group preacher's kid. They like that's what they see me as when they first see me. So while it's a good reputation to immediately get from adults like adults look at that and they're like oh preacher's kid and that's good for me because i want adults to look at me highly and not like think of me as this you know but when it comes to your friends there's just it it kind of kills some inclusion i guess
0: yeah so you feel like there's a lot of pressure with that also yeah. to like live up to a standard, certain standard.
2: Yeah. I think there's also a lot of pressure. Um, I think that a lot of people, um, kind of hold me to a standard. And so, cause like nowadays, like when I do make a joke like that, people are like, Oh, Dylan's making a joke like that. It's like, okay, but I, I can make the, like I'm allowed to be my own person. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting,
0: kind of life in a fishbowl.
2: Yeah, it's very, it's very much life in a fishbowl, so, which can be really good, but it can also be bad.
0: So um, I can imagine people listening who maybe have students in the ministry, their ministries, or about to. I could see this being like an interesting episode for them to share with like their kids who would be in there coming up through that. Like, what are some like practical? Just some practical advice that you would give to just uh, you know to a kid whose parents are in ministry.
2: Um, I think especially with this preacher's kid thing, I think the best thing to do is to learn how to just um, not care, um, which sounds kind of blatant. It sounds like, yeah, just don't care about what they say, um, which is kind of the standard advice that everyone gives. Um, but I think it's also talking to your best friends and letting them know that that kind of stuff bothers you. Um, I know for me, I would tell, like I told some of my close friends, like, Hey, when you do that stuff, when you don't include me in order to like make a joke about me being a preacher's kid, like you don't include me in a joke just to kind of make that extra joke. That doesn't make me feel good. Um, and just being honest with my friends really helped the situation cause they included me in things. Um, and I think, I think other advice would just be to kind of like also try to be your own person, not necessarily going out and like do the worst things you could do. Like some preachers kids do, but like it's okay to not to sow your wild oats or whatever they call that stuff. But, just like, don't, don't focus your complete identity in pre and being a preacher's kid. Yeah. No, like, that's, that's for you. see how, see how you feel about, like, make sure you know who you are, because if you don't know who you are, then you are going to get defined by that preacher's kid stereotype and it's going to kind of leave you feeling like you're missing out or you're. Um, people are leaving you out of things because they will.
1: I'd say I'd like yeah, to jump sure. in too. Like if if yeah if, for or, sure. if, if somebody does take that advice and and a, and and you're you're a kid now listening because your mom or dad made you listen to this and you're like dude please finish already <laughs> I'm ready to be done I want to go play Fortnite whatever um, I would say this and Dylan you know you could be honest about this I want you to be honest about this but you know you know I've talked about this before because I've had I have to remind you I wrote, Every once in a while, I have to say, hey, and this is what I'm saying to you, teenager, if you're listening. And I would say if you're an adult listening, it might be worth you saying to this to your kid every once in a while. So here it is. Every once in a while, I've had to say to Dylan, hey, buddy, listen, you got to understand. I don't know what I'm doing. Like It's true. Like, (laughs) you're real funny. Um, Like I'm trying to figure this out as I go. I've never raised a teenager before. And like, I know we're in a little bit of a conflict here moment, but you got to meet me halfway on this and realize I'm just trying to figure this out. And we got to start with, you know, I have your best, you know, your best interest in mind, but give me a little break. You know, as far as me getting this exactly right, because I'm just trying, you know, and I would say if you're listening and you're a teenager listening, know this. I mean, most likely, unless you have a socio- sociopath for a parent, you know, um, don't tell them that you think they're that if you do. Uh, but most likely, they really do want what's best for you, you know, and they just don't always know how to get there, you know, because um, this is hard. Yeah, man. I'd like to. This is hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd like to back that up because there have been a lot of times where um, I haven't necessarily thought that he was making the right decision and maybe he wasn't like, maybe I was completely right about the situation. I don't know. (laughs) But um, I think that a lot of times playing it safe is sometimes the smartest thing to do. Um, Hmm. And even though it might be the uncool thing to not stay out till, you know, 12 o'clock hanging out at QT or uh, wherever, whatever gas station, you have locally that you guys hang out at. <laughs> um, but like, it's just, sometimes it's the right thing to do is to be safe. Um, I think one of the biggest examples right now is like, I have all of these senior guy friends from school, um, and they all want to go down to the beach. Um, there's about eight of them going down to the beach this week, um, this week. Um, in Florida about six hour, about a six hour drive away. And there's not going to be any adults. Um, and there's not, not going to be any alcohol or drugs or anything. Like we're, they're definitely going to be safe about that stuff. But at the same time, they're going to be near Daytona on Memorial day. And I was talking with my dad about it and we were talking about how, like, um, whether or not I should go. It took us a while to figure this one out. Oh yeah. It took a, it took probably an hour or so conversation of just kind of being honest with what we were feeling about it. And it was just one of these moments where I realized that he didn't, cause I kn- I know he would let me go down to the beach by myself with a bunch of buddies. Like that's not, that's, he would totally allow me to do that. But for some reason he had this weird feeling about it um, that was causing him to be a little hesitant. And I picked up on that and I just, I decided to yield. I was like, I'm just not going to go. Because there's a point where you got to realize like they're in youth ministry for a reason. Like God, (laughs) they're definitely close to God and God definitely is telling them like some things.
0: (laughs) Just a couple things.
2: Just a few. (laughs) So I think, (laughs) I think. When I heard that, like, he just had a weird feeling about it, it was like, okay, this is not the right decision to go down on this trip. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's probably best for me to just play it safe and stay home and work a couple extra days and try to do something later in the summer.
0: Dylan, do you feel like there's, um, we talked about kind of that identity piece as a pro and as a con. Um, do you think that that has, in some ways, Served as a bit of a safeguard for you in some of that decision making, like you're talking about as well.
2: Um, I think it. I think. Are you base? Can you like? Yeah, like is it
0: okay? So is it is that something like knowing that identity piece that you are known, recognized, often defined as a you know a preacher's kid or whatever? Does has that kind of served to as to kind of protect you at times from making some really dumb decisions? And then maybe even on the other side, has that kind of almost in, a, in kind of moments of rebellion forced you into some of those?
2: Um, I think that there have been certain situations where it has kind of either stopped me or made me make a decision. Um, like in times where I, I'm frustrated and someone makes a preacher's kid joke about me and I say something that a preacher's kid wouldn't normally say back to them um, just to kind of stick it in their face that they're wrong about me. Um, Those kind of situations have happened. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about like cussing them out, but I am talking about like saying something maybe inappropriate or being mean, um, kind of a jerk um, to people who are kind of messing with me about that certain um, field I think that that was one of the negative things about it was sometimes people would get on my nerve and I would kind of snap um, it happened once in D now where um, a kid said oh hey look there's a kid who thinks he's cooler than everybody just because his dad is the youth pastor and um, I kind of I like I literally snapped I was holding a stick and I destroyed it um, on the ground him in the neck with it no, you didn't. I'm just no. <laughs> I ran away. But I did. I did act in anger towards him. Um, but I also think it has stopped me from making some uh, stupid decisions as well. Um, realizing that my reputation was um, on the
1: line. Yeah, but, and tell me, Dylan, if I'm off on this though, because um, because one thing that I'm I'm thinking about right now that it, that has really been a core value for us and I want to give Dylan credit where credit is due, part of what helps him to be the guy that he is and the man that he is um, has been his relationship with God is his own. And we intentionally did not play by the church rules on that, but rather allowed Dylan to make his decision to follow Christ on his own time. Um, because we wanted that to be authentic for him. We wanted him to have those experiences where he grew in his relationship with Christ, including even, yeah. I would say that we would not be your stereotypical, mm-hmm. uh, every night at dinner, have a family devotion type oh, yeah. thing, no. you know, <laughs> um, and I'm not saying those are bad, um, Per se, but I'm just saying we've just intentionally given you space to for your faith to be yours. And I think yeah. a lot of the decisions that you make are based on, yeah, I mean, being a PK maybe plays into that, you know, um, reputation and you want to honor us. But I think the foundation of that is because you love Jesus and you you have a little bit of a healthy fear of God, you know, in that.
2: Yeah. Well, there's definitely some, like, like, the character pieces don't, like, me choosing not to do certain things in certain situations doesn't necessarily derive from fear of losing the preacher's kid mentality or even my dad being negatively affected. It comes Um, from
1: knowing that I will kill you. That's what it's about.
2: Yeah, oh, it, it more comes from so knowledge of what's right and what's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think it just, I think it really just comes from growing up in that we've always been very open and honest. And I think that I really do have a pretty solid idea of what's right and what's wrong. And that a lot of that comes from um my dad
1: because yeah. it's just, but it's not because I'm, I'm a youth so pastor, it's because me. we yeah. follow Jesus. No, it's, you it's know? not.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I've never been forced to do a devotion, um, or anything like that. Um, there have been times where honesty, um, was provided. And, um, I also have gone to my dad and been like, Hey, I need a devotion. Like what, what can I do? And he'll give me like a really good devotion, but it it only comes when that, that kind of help only comes when I go to him. Yeah. Um, and like in passing, like it doesn't ever he doesn't ever sit down and be like, "You're not right
1: with God. You need to do this." I've well, been meaning that to that talk to you happen. about a little something there, buddy. And I decided to the <laughs> yeah. podcast. No, um, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, and and I think part of that. And I was I would say this, and and I don't know everything, and uh, and I really am trying to figure this out as I go. Still, and but that said, I I, I think there uh, is great wisdom in allowing your kids a little space you know, and not forcing them to do some things. And I would say this, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, there are some youth pastors who do give in to their own reputation, uh, the temptation to, to focus on their own reputation. Let me say it that way. And they try to do things with their kids or they try to get their kids to act a certain way in order to not damage their reputation. And I think that's when it gets dangerous for you and your kid. That's yeah. I think that's where it gets toxic because
2: especially like, like if that would have happened for me, I have way too much of a rebellious nature, not r- rebellious, but I have way too much of a want to be my own person mentality. And you get from your mom. If, totally. 100%. <laughs> and you, you're harder to do. <laughs> Um, and I think that if that would have been the situation, if I would have been truly controlled and not been allowed to mess up on my own, um, I think I would have been, I don't think I'd, I probably wouldn't be talking on the podcast today. (laughs) I probably wouldn't be wise enough to be talking on the podcast. We'd
1: have it, but we'd be Um, talking about, um, having a prodigal son instead. You know? (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly.
1: So, um, Chris, then on the
0: other side, because uh, as you know, as Dylan's talking and uh, as you guys are sharing, obviously there's been a lot of freedom given and trust given. I'm assuming, and I I'm asking because I already know a lot of this, just knowing you guys, that it's not free reign, right? That there still are some boundaries that you guys have put in place and yeah. some expectations that you have. Like, where's the balance yes. in that, and how does that how does that play out in that whole thing?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I think. I think I try to raise them as a good dad, not as a youth pastor. You know, um, I'm trying to raise my yeah. kids as a godly father. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had guidelines, and we still have guidelines. And, and gosh, and Dylan, we're having these conversations right now, right? Because you're a high school graduate. Yeah. Just the other day, we were downstairs, and you were we were like. Okay, how do we navigate this now? You yeah. have
2: on f- well, just freedom. I mean, yesterday night I was at a grad party and he left and it was one of these like okay, do I need to tell him now that I'm going to hang out with buddies? Yeah, probably. I mean, in that situation I normally play it safe and I give him a text like, "Hey, I'm going here." Um, but as I've grown like for the past 3 months, it's kind of been one of these slowly gradually Going more towards instead of telling, laying out the exact plans, saying, Hey, I'm going here tonight. I might go somewhere else, but I'm going to be home by blank. Um, and really, the one thing that's never changed is just going to, when I'm going to be home, um, just because that's affecting the sleep schedule. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but even like if you talk about just moral type issues, Jody, like, what type of movies are you allowed to watch and what type of whatever music are you allowed to listen to? And all these things Yeah, Dylan, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you've ever felt that our rules were based on the fact that I'm a youth pastor, but they were based on the fact yeah. that we think this is the right way to live.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I never really thought, Oh, he's just saying this cause he's a youth pastor. Like I never really thought that that was the case. Hmm. Um, I've, I've really never looked at, um, you with a, uh, in a cheesy youth pastor sense, unless you're doing magic and that's just, <laughs> oh if you're doing magic, gosh. then it's just cheesy, super cheesy, but oh a lot of people like gosh, it. So I guess I you can keep that. doing it. Thank ones, you
1: for your but, permission. I appreciate oh, that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That is, okay. I'm adding that to my cons because that is the most <laughs> embarrassing moment when he pulls out magic in front of my friends. Oof. Uh,
1: I, I would like. I, I'd like to clarify though. There's it's so many not, things I want to say right now. It's Not because it's embarrassing. It's because in that moment, they my friends they love it, love it and he, and, he <laughs> and I'm taking his oh, attention. Oh gosh,
2: it's awful. It's like <laughs> it's like I'm having. I'll be hanging out with my best friend or something. And we'll go back to the house and my dad will be like, Hey, you want to see a new magic trick? And there's like 20 minutes of my time with this friend gone because they want to see it. They like love to see it. Well, yeah. Oh. So it's what I'm hearing Dylan,
0: is that you, you need to be, uh, you need to be a better magician than your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Then they I'm won't not... want to see his tricks cause they'll all be lame yeah. compared to what you're doing good Luck with that. Yeah. I, I'm just not, he's good at Sponge balls. That. So <laughs> Yeah. Hey, That's true. I like Spongebob. Yep. Yep. Well, cool, man. Well, this has been fun. Any, any last thoughts from either of you guys?
1: Should we like express our love to each other or something? I mean, what are we supposed to do right uh, now? Dying love. Uh, sh- well, I don't know. We'll hug it out later. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> no, you man. Should, it's listen. I, I, it, it really is. And I think Dylan, you would say this too. Um, this has been, it's good. It's been good. No, nah. yeah, thanks. Jerk. <laughs> which means yes.
2: <laughs> yes. It's, it's been, been good. good. And,
1: and, it's and been really so, good. um, so we're thankful. I mean, I'm thankful, you know, to have my kid this whole time. And, yeah, um, he is going to KSU, which means he's going to be local still, which is kind of an extra perk for us. But, um, yeah, nah, man, it's good. And I appreciate you coming on, bud and sharing your heart. I'll tell all your friends you did this so they can listen.
2: Uh, I might post on my on story. <laughs> really, you got pretty
1: open there. I don't know if I'd be telling everybody. Do you
2: guys have an Instagram or something? Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, as we're wrapping yeah. this up, great episode. But uh, Jody, doing this a little different, we'll do our wrap-up right now if that's cool with Dylan on. Because one of our sponsors is YM360, and they do Generate Camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Generate Dylan's been Camp. in
1: Generate Camp. Do you love Generate Camp, buddy?
2: I have. I love generate. Camp. What, are you,
1: what are some of your favorite parts of it?
2: Well, I I never actually went to generate as a student. Um, we didn't start going to generate until yeah, because well, it just started. It's like a, three,
1: or four years old now. So yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so I'm I've always I've only been a leader, but I will say it's a great campus. Covenant College is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, it's the staff is wonderful. Oh my gosh, they do such a good job.
1: Roger um, hires the best people.
2: Oh yeah, he does. I mean, he hired Finn for crack yeah, I a love lot. Finn. <laughs> but he <anyway>, okay, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah, should I'm get sorry. him to listen. Anyways, but um, yeah, the staff is incredible. The uh, rooms are great. The food is awesome. I mean, for camp food, it's it's pretty good. And then you've got uh, the rec days are great messages are amazing and yeah, they always
1: bring in awesome um, people so
2: yeah and i mean the spirit i think that's one of the best things is like the spirit and the amount of fellowship you have like if if i was a student i would appreciate that big time because like the amount of spirit that not only the staff brings but like the the natural competition creates because like one of the i don't know if anybody knows this but like or anybody listening knows about this but the the um unique thing about the camp is you've got the like the pack and the pride it's like um, yeah it's like each if you go and like you're either on the pack or you're on the pride and your whole church is on that team and like if your team wins more games or like there's all these little things you can do um almost harry potter style like you know how the hogwarts houses get the points or whatever and at the end there's a winner
1: yeah but um, since it's church we'd have to use something different cuz that sounds oh my bad just kidding. Uh, it's like if lord uh, of the rings uh, had a camp yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> who also had
0: magicians and
1: yeah yeah it's a, good, it's a <laughs> good, good week. Good. Well, we love them. And I just thought since Dylan was on, we'd get him to speak, at, you know, from personal experience uh, about generating. So thank yeah. you, YM360. Y'all check them out. Also check out studentministrynetwork.com. Those guys are awesome as well. Love Smith. So uh, great. Anything else, Jody?
0: No, I think that's it, man. Thanks for coming on, Dylan, and uh, sharing all kinds of dirt on your dad. We appreciate yeah, that. We're welcome so anytime. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah. Hey, we're kidding we, uh, with this right here, though. Uh, uh, Dylan... Um, can I, I need to give you yes. Jody's cell phone, by the way, so that when you're at Chewy's, you can also oh, send yep. Jody pictures.
2: Hey, I'm down because Chewy's that, is the best. And it is the that best. creamy jalapeno ranch.
1: Oh, <laughs> I
0: found. I listen, Eddie, you guys, you guys stink so bad,
2: <laughs> dude. I, I'm trying I to figure out how to there. make it. I might go there. Yeah, we, tomorrow. Should get tomorrow. After. we should <sighs> Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: anyway, well, thanks for coming on, and uh, man, I think I think that's super helpful and encouraging um, for folks to hear, and I think practical for for parents who are in that season and who are about to be in that season, and kids who are in that season and about to be in that season. So, man, I yep. appreciate it. It's been good that's been good yeah of course so uh, cool be sure uh, if you like the show make sure you subscribe to it head over check out ym360.com use that promo code longerhall save 20% and of course student ministry network guys as well and I think that'll do it for today so we'll see you guys in the next episode good times awesome peace out
1: thanks for listening to the Longer Hall youth ministry podcast at www.thelongerhall.com